Sorry, I really like that song, and I uh, kind of forgot that I was supposed to come up after it, so a few seconds late. Today's scripture reading is from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Matt. Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this week. Amen. So as I mentioned a little bit earlier, last weekend was a bit of a blur to me. I had come into the office on Friday, and I just kind of thought to myself, I feel a little funny. So I went home, took my temperature, 102.1, promptly went to bed, where I stayed for about two and a half days. I knew that I was really sick when I asked our brand new associate pastor and youth director to preach on his very first Sunday, and I didn't even feel guilty about it. <laughs> and he hit it right out of the park, did Reverend Lauren Richmond. Woo-woo! Uh, by the way, Lauren really likes sports, so any, any compliment you give him, try to make sure it's sports-related. Way to reach the goal, Lauren. But last Sunday morning, I finally made it from the bed to the couch, and I watched worship on my phone through Facebook, and I cried. It might have been because I was delirious from the fever, or I was just so sad. Jacob, our 21-year-old, who actually, I have to give him a little bit of credit, he works in our preschool, so he is in this building five days a week, but he came through the room and he was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I miss church. And he gave me one of those looks that only a preacher's kid can give. But it's true. I missed being here. Last week was rally day. It was Lauren's first day. And I knew that the prospect of meeting our new pastor and having hamburgers and games and activities after worship would bring people together. Maybe people that I don't see very often or maybe somebody that I haven't seen in a really long time. I missed you. And something has been seeming to be missing in my life all week. I don't mean to be dramatic about it. it. Really, 
I missed being here. Now, Lauren very skillfully kicked off our new sermon series last week called Reorient. It's a sermon series on priorities in our lives, our lives of faith. And I specifically picked five things that also happen to be the five membership vows that when someone joins the United Methodist Church, they say that they will be, they pledge that they will be faithful to the ministries of the local church through their prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. So last week, Lauren spoke about prayer, and today we speak about presence. Now, I have a pastoral philosophy about presence, about church attendance, and it is one that I've shared with you before, but it's very simple. It goes like this. When you are here, we are more. When you're not, we're less. When you're here, we're more, and when you're not, we're less. It's not just a mathematical equation. And it hopefully strikes that balance between guilt, like I don't want anybody to come to church out of guilt, but also out of a sense of meaning. It's a statement about how together we enrich each other's lives and make each other better for knowing one another and participating in each other's worlds. It's a declaration that together we form community. In his book called Community, The Structure of Belonging by Peter Block, he writes that community is about the experience of belonging. We are in community each time we find a place where we belong. To belong is to be related and be a part of something. It is membership, the experience of being at home in the broadest sense of the phrase. It is the opposite of thinking that wherever I am, I would be better off somewhere else. Or that I am still forever wandering, looking for a place where I belong. The opposite of belonging is to feel isolated and always, in all ways, on the margin or an outsider. To belong is to know that even in the middle of the night, that I am among friends. And I know that. Hearing stories from many of you over the past many years that so many of you have that experience here at Wash Park, that you are among friends, that these are your people, that no matter how far away you move from this neighborhood or how busy your family might be, when you come back here, it's home. And it's almost unnecessary to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, just because we all know it and we've all experienced it, COVID shook our foundations of community. And even though our staff worked our 
tails off to make sure that we could stay as connected as possible through live streaming worship and Zoom Bible studies and virtual dinner groups and drive-through communion events. I heard over and over and over again, it just doesn't feel the same. The reality is, The nature of community and the ways that we connect to it have changed probably forever. We have people that are joining us online today that maybe join us mostly or maybe totally online these days. And we love you, online audience. Don't stop joining. We are a congregation in whatever way we connect with one another, whatever way we gather. It's important. It's important, especially in these, I hesitate to say post-COVID times, but in this re-emerging world, community is one of the things that many specialists and, and those that research these sorts of things say that is important. Community is important. Gathering is important. A research article from Harvard states that among COVID-19 pandemics, cascading health consequences has been the further erosion of social, social ties and community life. Tyler Vander is the director of Human Flourishing Program and co-director of the Initiative on Health, Religion, and Spirituality at Harvard University. And much of his research has focused on the health benefits of religious community participation, which can include preventing depression and suicide, extending longevity, and facilitating happiness. It makes you happier to be here, friends. Just put that, put that in your pocket somewhere and remember it. In a May 2021 commentary published in the American Journal of Epidemiology, he and his co-authors wrote that religious service attendance could be sensitively promoted to those who positively self-identify with a religious tradition. To further explore these issues, he and his colleagues are doing a research program project on social connectedness and belonging. But in so many ways, COVID has changed our lives, right? The light that we thought weren't burned brightly seems under a bushel basket. And yet it is important to belong. It has bearing on our very health and well-being. And I believe that the church community, especially this one here at Wash Park, provides so many benefits for people, a place to connect, an opportunity to be vulnerable and authentic without the fear of judgment, a space to consider wholeness and possibly even find healing. And further, a place to remember that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. Presence is more than just showing up at worship, however. Our scripture today is from the Sermon on the Mount. So right before what we heard Matt read was the Beatitudes, as Jesus is talking to the crowd that had joined him, talking about blessed are the meek, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the peacemakers. 
Pastor Nadia Bowles-Weber says this of this particular sermon of Jesus's. It's so easy for us to default to hearing Jesus' Sermon on the Mount as pure exhortation, as though he is giving us a list of virtues we should try and adopt so that we too can be considered blessed. You know, be meeker, be poorer, and be mournier. And you too can meet the conditions of earning Jesus' blessing. But the thing is, It's hard to imagine Jesus exhorting a crowd of demonics and epileptics to be meeker. He wasn't telling the sick and the lame what they should try and become. He was telling them that you are blessed and you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. She goes on to say, I mean, perhaps there were people in the crowd who totally had their stuff together, people who had solid relationships and who had paid off their student loans and always backed up their hard drives, people who only bought books at Lifeway and who didn't have terrible secrets and who never posted angry things on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I turned around. Um, This morning... I was going to print my sermon, and I went to print it, and then I deleted it, um, (laughs) because that's what I do on Sunday mornings. I don't save my sermons. Um, But it didn't really print. Uh, Lauren had to help me find my back, the not backed up version. Anyway, we go on. I mean, of course, it's possible that those people were in the crowd. It's just, that's not who we are told we're in the crowd. The ones we are told were coming to Jesus, the ones presumably to who he was preaching were described as the sick, as those who were in pain, who fought with demons, who were broken and addicted and laid on their back taxes, those who have more than one ex-wife and who watch too much Netflix and think that maybe just a tiny bit of heroin might be a good idea. In other words, The salt of the earth and the light of the world are just the people who happen to be standing in the need of God. The people standing in the need of God. And I don't know about you, but these days, that seems like just about everyone. Presence is more than showing up on Sunday. It's showing up for others at all times in the week and letting God show up for you. As Nadia says, Jesus simply looks out into the crowd of people in pain, people who have been broken open, who bear those spiritual cracks that let in and let out the light, who have the salt of sweat and tears on their broken bodies and says, you are salt, you are light, you have the light of God within you, the God whose light scatters the darkness, you are imperfect and beautiful. Beautiful bodies are made of chemicals with holiness shimmering in them. You are made of dirt and the very breath of God. 
You are the light for the world. You are the salt that enriches the world. Belonging, being part of a community, is more than just a benefit to you. It is an expression of the divine, abundant, and undying grace and care of God. And you and we belong to each other and belong to God. I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.